It's me, Beth Brandon, your host, and we are in the third episode of our fun little series, For the Health of It. Today, I'm joined by two guests. This is the first time this has ever happened, so that's pretty dope. And um, we're going to talk about healthy ways to handle all of the things that might happen during college emotionally. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. All right, I'm <laughs> I'm Lindsay Newell. I am currently a graduate student at Western Michigan University in the School Counseling Program, and I'm near the end, so almost Woo. done. And then just my internship, and then previously I did my undergrad at uh, Central Michigan University, where I majored in psychology and minored in communication disorders. And my name's Erica Wilson. I also go to Western Michigan University and I'm getting my master's in counselor education, college counseling. Um, And I did my undergrad at Central Michigan University as well in uh, psychology and therapeutic recreation. Whoa. Okay, so what (laughs) led both of you in undergrad and then Um, later in grad school even further on to that what led you to psychology um I guess I'm just I felt like I was always just interested in kind of how the human mind worked and everything I felt like kind of more attuned to people's feelings and you know throughout life I guess Mm -hmm. um it originally actually was my minor I was trying to do communication disorders and then that didn't work out so I switched it but I mean it was cool. <laughs> yeah, and I had um, a psych class in high school that I really liked, um, and I thought it was really interesting, so um, thought I'd try that out. And also, my mom was a social worker, okay. so I originally went to school, and I was going to do social work and mm-hmm. psych as a double major, mm-hmm. but then I uh, dropped the social work and uh, added therapeutic rec. Nice. Very cool. So the whole goal for today, um, and like we talked a little bit about earlier, I think you have a unique perspective because you're still students or, you know, almost not, but you still are. Um, so you've, you really understand the mindset and the work it takes to be a student. Um, but then like now you also know how to help students get through those different transitions, life events, non-events, stressors, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that all come with college that you definitely don't think about until you're like knee deep in it. Um, so I guess like, what are some of the big things that you've noticed from your own experience or that you've noticed, uh, peers struggling with in terms of like stress or emotions, things like that? I think, um, just, you know, college is such a big change. Um, starting out, you know, it's so much, I guess for me, I think, I've spoke about this before but it was just so much freedom and I didn't have any control over what was happening like I would stay up till you know all hours of the night like I pulled so many all-nighters freshman Mm -hmm. year so managing time was a big one Mm -hmm. um, to Mm -hmm. get everything done 
and um, I think just yeah just adapting to all the changes and everything that's happening there's there's so much happening around you and also just like as you're maturing too like inside so yeah that's big Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I would definitely echo what Lindsay just said but life events like um you know death of a loved one or other things going on back home that a lot of people might experience but it can be extra difficult when you're in college like it's really hard to miss a full week of classes or Mm -hmm. things like that to kind of take care of whatever's going on back home or even with friends from high school and I feel like I had a lot of friends and myself who like experienced that especially like freshman year Mm -hmm. and it's really hard not to be able to just be at home and like in high school you can just miss classes and it's a little bit more flexible than college definitely teachers I think are more willing than like faculty and professors Mm -hmm. to help you like get a handle on that homework load or the things that you've missed um what are I guess some places in your experience that you've found like okay if I am really struggling this is a good place for me to go and like talk to someone or to like get help with the backlog of homework because maybe one of those life events happened. So at Central, they had a success center. Mm -hmm. um, And I'm sure a lot of schools have similar things, but they had people called success coaches and you could meet with them and kind of talk about different, like kind of how Lindsay said, time management can be a big part of that. So I know I would make a couple appointments a semester with a success coach and she would kind of just go through like a calendar and divvy out those different times where okay here you're gonna actually sleep and rest or here you're gonna take a break or here you're gonna just focus on this one class because we know you're really struggling in it Um, and she had a lot of other really great resources for like study tips and things like that Mm, nice Sounds great. I personally did not do anything about my struggles. Oh, no. and, and that sounds really helpful. That would help me a lot. Um, I guess uh, right in the dorm would be helpful too is uh, maybe talking to like your resident assistant or RA about it, yeah. like who's ever in charge of your floor. Maybe about, you know, things you might be experiencing, like, they are there to help you, so they could probably recommend great things like the success coach or, um, you know, maybe refer counseling services or something like that. Like, they've been there. They've been at the university, so they can now, um, yeah, that would probably be good. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so, residence is an RA. If there's a success center, um, tutoring is always really good for sure. Um, what are some, like, so when I get really stressed out, I get sad, and then I just, like, don't do anything, which then makes me more stressed out, and it snowballs. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you've always been one of those students who, like, straight A's, didn't really have to work super hard in high school, and now you've gotten thrown into the world of college, and it's a lot different, um, what are some signs for, like, a lot of stress, or something where, like, maybe you should look to go talk to someone, um whether it's a success coach about managing your time or it's a counselor, um, if you've never experienced, I guess, that before? Um, I would say definitely about um, talking about, like, uh, pulling, like, consistent all-nighters to Mm. get things done. Like, that's probably a sign that something's amiss, and you probably, yeah, either need to 
better organized or yeah just talk to somebody about what you're experiencing um I think too like the you talked about like going inside of yourself I I feel the same I do the same but just um you know if that sadness feeling or just like that wanting to be by yourself feeling is you know occurring a lot I think um that would be a sign too to go talk to someone about what's happening going on I'd also say, like, physical symptoms, like, just be, like, headaches, kind of like you said, you just, like, tense up almost, Mm -hmm. like, that could literally be, like, your shoulder and back just hurt all the time, um, and I often get sick if I'm, like, super stressed about classes, I'll, like, start to get the cold a lot or things like that, and there's, like, obviously things you can do to take care of yourself physically, but... Um, a lot of times that can stem from, like, emotional stress. Yeah. That's a good point. I was sick so much my freshman year. Like, I I think I had a cold the whole entire year. So, <laughs> yeah. That, that's a good point. That's definitely a sign. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like, what is, like, best advice um, from your experiences as students? Not necessarily in, like, counseling. It's, like, how do you, like, pull it together? Like, you said the success center... You eventually stopped pulling all-nighters um, because you, you did talk to your RA, right? That was, yeah. So, like, what's some of the best advice you could give students before they even put themselves in that situation? Um, what's a way that they could start out better? <laughs> better. I think, um, you know, just going in with a good mindset would be helpful, too, in college. Like, I think either talking to someone who maybe is in college or you know even your teachers too or I don't know someone older than you I guess I'm thinking would be helpful just to know what to expect from college I think I have always heard like the amount of hours like spent in class you double that of like Mm. what you'll spend on homework outside of class so 30 matters yeah. yeah so I think like expecting not like just knowing what to expect would be helpful um developing some study skills if I again too like I never had any study skills going in so that would be helpful too yeah I feel like with that it's just going um like getting to know yourself like what works for you because some people like I work really well if I have a lot going on so like the semester when I first started, like, I wasn't part of an organization. I didn't really do anything other than go to class and, like, come back from class. And mm-hmm. so it was, like, really hard for me to focus because I was so used to high school being, like, class after class after class with, like, you know, sports after school mm-hmm. and then, like, homework and bed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And once I, like, kind of realized that that's what I was missing, I started to do a lot better. Mm-hmm. And kind of with that, it's, like, when you're – first taking your intro classes to your major or if you're taking like prereqs let's say you're pre-pt physical therapy or mm-hmm. pre-ot occupational therapy and you like hate your prereqs or you hate your intro like yeah. listen to that as much yeah. as it sucks like i've been there having to retake a class or like having to drop a class like listen to that and be mm-hmm. like wow i did so bad i'm going to have to retake this maybe I need to think about, like, what else is going to work for me, and that's, like, Mm -hmm. really hard to come to terms with, but especially if it was something you felt really strongly about, Mm -hmm. but 
I feel like it made a world of difference when I came to grad school. I was like, I struggled so much in undergrad. I wonder if it was because I was, like, in the wrong majors. Like, Mm -hmm. That is so true, and I completely agree with that, too. Like, with the, um, I was trying to go for speech therapy, and, like, yeah, everything was so hard, and I had to also retake classes, and yeah, looking back, if someone would have been like, um, maybe this isn't for you. And yeah. like you said, that is hard to come to terms with because you go to college and like that's what you're going to do and it's hard to want to change. But the earlier you change, it can be for the better because you mm-hmm. can just, you know, freshman year, like just get it set up and explore and get moving. <laughs> I switched my major four times in undergrad and it was super stressful but like each time like I changed from pre-graphic design to anthropology because like yeah what you guys said the anthropology clicked and it was like not easy material but it came really easily mm-hmm. and then um I switched to pre-OT actually because I was like wow I would like a job where I get paid money um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I also realized like as, as cool as this is I also like live people more than dead people so um I just I, I made the switch again and it, yeah it was really hard and it sucked so I went back to anthropology mm-hmm. and then I was like you know what you can use the skills and the stuff that you learn in undergrad and other options. Like, your major doesn't pigeonhole you. Yes. Um, like, folks with psychology degrees, like, jump into, like, multi-million dollar corporations and do HR because they For can sure. understand how to, like, help people adapt or help people move on out of the company if they're not a match or a fit. So I think uh, what you guys are saying is totally true. And in the last episode, we talked about um, – career centers or career and employment services Mm -hmm. and they're at any college community college university um they're gonna have opportunities to help you if like you are struggling and you don't like it Mm -hmm. swing on in there and take a holland's code test and figure out that myers-briggs and they'll help you kind of figure out like yeah you're a very artsy person i don't really know what you were doing in like this hard science like yeah (laughs) maybe you can connect them somehow but like you're missing this piece in your overall education yeah so that's a that's a good place to go to. I would say to um, any it might be early on to have an advisor, but just I mean you should have like a, a um, assigned advisor. Like general advisors, I've personally felt like weren't super helpful. But mm-hmm. going to the college of whatever I was in, like mm-hmm. I found those advisors to be very helpful. So you know it may be again it could be scary to be like, hey, I'm really struggling in this major, like. You know, they've probably seen other people struggle, too, so they yeah. can pro- provide some advice or, you know, say, you know, a good direction of what you, where you should go, maybe. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. Um, so, friend group drama. Um, yeah, right? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> TV. Um, so, not necessarily, like people are creating drama, but let's say maybe people come to you and discuss things that are happening in their lives, and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I'm the person they should talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some signs that, A, you're not, like, ready, or I don't even want to say, like, you're not qualified. I don't say qualified, Mm -hmm. but, like, you're not going to help in the situation. Yeah. Um, And then, B, like, how do you very gently say, like, hey, I think maybe, like, we can go together, but we should go talk to someone else. In, in your experiences? Um, so I'll share a little bit about my undergrad experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when Lindsay was on her first time, she talked a little bit about sexual aggression peer advocates, SAPA, which is at Central. Mm-hmm. And I was a part of that. 
Um, and so I knew a lot about um, domestic violence and sexual harassment and sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very common for people in our group to really be labeled like the Sapa of their friend group. Oh. And that just really like became true for me where like mm-hmm. everything that was even somewhat related mm-hmm. um, became like started coming at me because mm-hmm. they're like oh you know like you're qualified you're a peer advocate and I was qualified but it's so much different when it's your best friend mm-hmm. or your like really good friend mm-hmm. or their boyfriend or their partner um, and so just, just realizing those um, limits you have because you can't just take on everyone's stuff yeah that's a good point being aware of your limits I think too when the conversation like I feel like often people you know you'll vent or you'll gossip or you know if it's the same conversation happening over and over again where nothing is really getting solved or um you know it's just the same pattern that you see um that would be a good point to be like hey like I don't you know I feel like we're having this conversation over and over nothing's really changing like maybe talking to someone else about this again a professional or something would be helpful for you Mm -hmm. like Beth said like you know telling them you can go with them is totally fine too but yeah I'd say like the the same pattern happening when it's not just um gossip or a sounding board um definitely to look into getting assistance (laughs) yeah definitely and that's like a I think a hard conversation to have but I think it's like a good a good thing for friendship too is to create boundaries yeah yeah which is that's definitely hard because I think it can easily go to like you're just gossiping you're just venting and then Mm -hmm. you're like I can't handle this. Like, mm-hmm. this is a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think, again, too, like, talking to RA or something would be good, too. Like, I'm just thinking, like, close quarters people. But, again, they're there to help you or push you to go um, to a professional, too. Yeah. I feel like it's all about explaining to your friend that I really want to help you with this. But I feel like maybe I'm not the best person and it's a lot for me to handle right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day professionals like counselors or advisors or RAs even um, are like trained to handle a lot of other people's stuff Mm -hmm. whereas like you as just your friend you've got so much going on in your life and you care about this friend but like you can't help them if you're not taking care of yourself first Mm -hmm. for sure definitely definitely and then that's kind of like my my next um, big point is like the the self-care piece I think um on Instagram and uh, Snapchat and all those things, like, and sometimes a face mask is, like, all you need for (laughs) self-care for the day, but I think, like, we've sort of bottled it down into, um, like, you know, throw on a bath bomb and you're good to go, Um, and I think it's also, like, the time that comes with, like, processing while you're doing that, and so, like, can you talk a little bit about self-care and, like, the goals of self-care um, not just like for the gram, but for like actually <laughs> making sure that like you're you're doing okay and you're processing all the stuff that's flying at you. Yeah. Um, I think once again I <laughs> I really struggled freshman year to have this. I don't think I had any self care. Yeah. I was not very good to myself. Um, I think honestly for me personally, um, just having like a good night's rest or like a good sleep is so important like sleep changes everything in my Mm -hmm. opinion like 
it can make you feel better it can like build your brain back up so I think really concentrating on sleep is a good place to start if things seem to be spiraling I think I read somewhere or something where somebody was like when things are like out of control or you know like you're trying to stay up to like finish something like it will be there the next day like mm-hmm. get a good night's rest come back to it so I think that's always good um just um scheduling I liked what you said with the success coach like where she is scheduled that time like honestly there is some points where you need to do that so scheduling time for yourself it's so hard to to say no to everything that's happening that's fun in the dorms and I definitely struggled with that too but saying no and just like resting could be the best solution in some cases yeah and that's interesting to saying no and I think uh when I was a freshman because I did too I like did like all of the things mm-hmm. um and I think that idea of saying no is like selfish yeah and I think there's a huge difference between like self-care and like selfishness ness mm-hmm. yeah. but we put them together I think kind of in the same mold um which isn't necessarily fair to ourselves yeah um And self-care, too, can even be, like, you gotta get an assignment done or something. Mm -hmm. So, like, leaving the dorm or leaving your room and going to the library or, like, somewhere else, like, with no one else or something, if if you work better that way, Mm -hmm. like, that can be self-care, too. Like, getting things done, like, that's gonna help you in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say, because it's easy to think, like, oh, what's gonna make me feel better, like, short-term? Maybe a bath bomb, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe a face mask, Mm -hmm. but... Long term, I will feel so much better if I have this assignment done by Friday so I can go out with my friends or so I can, you know, go to the football game or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, So really trying to think ahead of those things. And, you know, if Friday rolls around and you didn't finish that assignment, like, you can't do the thing you wanted to do because you have to finish it. Um, And it's really hard to, like, start to set those limits for you because I feel like in high school it's done for you a little bit depending on like your parents situation Mm -hmm. um but in college it's not so if you wanted to wait till sunday night to like you know pull an all-nighter and do the assignment then you can do that but your self-care it'll like benefit you in the long run if you kind of make those goals for yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely um I also think, uh, like, no shame to bath bombs and face masks. <laughs> I love both of those things. Um, but, yeah, I think I think those are great points. And sometimes, like, saying saying no to yourself almost is, like, self-care because yes. you're setting up the opportunity to, like, give yourself more space than, like, a few hours to get the things done so you're not just in this, like, level of high stress the entire time. For sure. Definitely. That would be beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that happens a lot in college anyway. Definitely. Um, and so, like, what are, and um, you can speak from experience in, like, courses, or you can just talk about, like, this is what I do, or this is what I did as an undergrad or as a college student now. Like, your stress busters. Like, what are some mm-hmm. things that you do when you're, like, too, too much of a mess? Yeah. Um, I think a piece like definitely vegging out is really good for me but also can be on the edge of not getting things done too so that's a fine line for me personally but um self-care has definitely like even now like it's kind of been this realization like it is more helpful to get things done like I'm only going to be more mad at myself that I spent the whole day watching a Netflix series when I should have been doing my final project. So, um, 
yeah, just getting things done. Like, I have found, like, I don't work good in, in groups. I will talk to people and get myself distracted. So I got to go somewhere alone, mm-hmm. crack out the work. I've got this, like, time app now that, like, gives me, like, 25 minutes of work, gives you a five-minute break, and then eventually you get a longer break. What is it called? <sighs> Focus Keeper. Focus Keeper. Um, okay. That has been really great for me. I don't I trick myself into thinking it's super important that I can't, like, disobey it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I put my phone away, too, like, far away from me. That's also helpful. Yeah, I love the apps thing. We talked in the first episode. Lindsay uh, introduces me to a lot of good apps. We talked about <laughs> Plant Nanny and the fitness. I love episode. Plant Nanny. Er- Erica's the original <laughs> Plant Nanny. You are? Yeah. Wow. I just told our uh, office coordinator about Plant Nanny uh-huh. today, so it's yes. really spreading far and wide. Um, but yeah, uh, that one. And then I use, I think it's called Forest or something, and mm-hmm. if you open your phone to do something on it, it like you grow a tree with the time what, uh, that you set it for you'll kill your tree if you do it so but if you get so many coins you actually get to like plant a real life tree oh that would make me feel good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and make me feel bad if I killed the tree yeah (laughs) so I do a similar thing but I just use my like iPhone timer Mm. or like on my Mac I downloaded a random timer app and I just set it for like 25 or 30 minutes and I'll like work really hard on a subject, mm-hmm. give myself a social media break for five minutes, yep. then come back, maybe do the same subject or maybe switch it up if I have a lot going on mm-hmm. that I need to get done. Um, and I've found that that helps me stay focused because it's shorter periods of time so it doesn't feel like I'm sitting down for five hours if mm-hmm. I get five minute breaks every 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, and I think like ideally too you're like okay I'll sit down for two hours and work on this and like it's not gonna happen like I cannot honestly sometimes at the end of like the 30 25 minutes I'm like I'm done like (laughs) I gotta stop so yeah I don't time is I don't know that helps a lot (laughs) yeah and some other self-care things um I did hot yoga a lot in undergrad I don't do as much now Um, It's kind of pricey, but I would always do it when I was, like, super stressed. I would Mm -hmm. treat myself to, like, a hot yoga class and, like, something about sweating it all out. Like, it felt even better than, like, a normal workout or a normal yoga class to me because you're just sweating so much and you just leave and you're, like, mind is just super clear. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that. Trying to think of what else. I was gonna say in relation to the hot yoga, there is also at, again at Central, um, <laughs> there was the fitness people at like um, the student activity center would do free classes around campus. So mm-hmm. in our dorm, actually, my sophomore year, there was like a free yoga class every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So that would kind of be a little break too, and it was so convenient just to like it was in the basement and just go downstairs and like take thirty minutes and yeah, yeah it was really nice. So be on the lookout for that. Definitely, and a lot of uh, <laughs> colleges require within those uh, gen ed courses a physical wellness or like health-esque class I took personal and societal uh, drug uses but I could have taken tennis or swimming or yoga Um, I went for like a more like sit down class we learned about them. I like that topic. You know, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I could, <laughs> I could have taken, like, tennis or yoga. Uh-huh. They had a walking class. And so if you do want to try and just, like, slide that in and do yoga and stuff, I think yeah. a lot of schools have those. That's a good point. I mm-hmm. took a yoga class, but it was just because it was one credit and I didn't want to pay for three, so. Understandable. I also feel like this kind of goes with what we were talking about of knowing yourself like I'm an extrovert 
So I get really filled up if I do spend time with friends. Mm -hmm. But if I were an introvert, maybe I needed to stay in a night, even Mm -hmm. if my friends were begging me to go do something. Mm -hmm. So, like, just doing that, like, is huge self-care. Because if I, like, put my phone down and do something with my friends, like... I feel so much better, but that's not the same for everyone. That's so true. Yeah, and kind of along the lines of, like, where I said I I do better work when I'm alone. Like, that was from, like, many years of failing at trying to work in a group. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, knowing yourself and knowing what is the best for you is going to help in making a lot of good choices and setting your goals and limits. Absolutely. Do either of you have anything uh, that you would like to say that we, f- we forgot or you're like, I wish we had touched on this. You're ruining everything, Beth. You're <laughs> <laughs> not ruining everything. <sighs> I think just give yourself grace because like yes. Lindsay said, it's just a lot of trial and error. Like there's a lot of like, I should have studied differently for this test. Mm-hmm. I did not know anything on that. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of like, I completely read the syllabus wrong or Mm -hmm. I didn't you know put this due date into my planner and now I forgot it like Mm -hmm. things happen um own up to your mistakes and kind of move on from that and learn from them and actually take it as um advice for how you can like move forward yeah yeah I think um gosh it was a a class that was called like taboo topics and that was one thing as we talked about the idea of failure is a taboo topic and ultimately it's it's an event it's a thing that happens the whole goal is to just take from it and learn and then move on so that the next time there isn't that same event a new event happens hopefully with a happier outcome um and that's a great point that grace um and taking that and making it into something that's gonna like improve upon time yeah I like that too. I wish I would have, someone would have told me that. Like, that's, I, you know, you just gotta be nice to yourself. Like, that is so important and it's, you're gonna fail so many times and it may feel like the end of the world at the time and that it's never gonna get better from here, but it eventually, it ebbs and flows. Like, Mm -hmm. you're gonna be up and down and you just gotta keep going and take care of yourself along the way. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, you didn't get that advice, but as part of our final two questions, you might be able to give uh, some advice to someone. So the first question is for both of you, what was your favorite class in college? I loved an undergrad, so it was just kind of an elective, but I took, um, it was called Women in Politics, and it was an honors class, so it was really small, and like the professor was really cool, and she had a really awesome TA. Um, but I was gonna say she had really awesome teeth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Right. Ooh, that means great. Really remember her smile? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. Um, I don't remember her teeth. Anyways, <laughs> um, but it was super great. And like uh, for our final project, we got to do kind of whatever we wanted. So we like made a song, and I don't know, but it was super great because like I. Once again, very, like, white woman privilege, but had no idea what was happening in the realm of politics or, like, all the injustices, so I was like, whoa, this is all happening, and that definitely sparked um, interest, for sure. Nice. Um, I would definitely say I took a class, it was in my therapeutic recreation major, and it was called Behavioral Health, so it was all about, um, like, mental health really and like treatments and like interventions for that Mm -hmm. and it felt way more like close to counseling which is what I ended up going into so obviously Mm -hmm. it was super interesting to me because I was like 
all my psych classes, they talk about, like, theories and how, like, things work, but they never talk about, like, someone with depression. Like, how could we help them not be, feel depressed? Like, they don't really talk right. about those things in a undergrad psych class. So it was really exciting for me to be like, oh, my gosh, if you have depression, like, here are some, like, skills or activities you can do to like actually start to feel better mm, so that's nice. really cool. I love that class yeah um next question what was one piece of advice that someone gave to you um that was really influential that you like really took to heart so this really goes along with what we've been talking about um but my mentor and it happened later in college um, but my summer before my senior year, I was like applying to grad school, um, for occupational therapy or like looking to apply to grad school. Um, and I was talking to my mentor and I was like, I just, I don't think I'm going to get into any programs. Like I haven't done that well. Like they, all these classes are super hard and I feel like I would be good at occupational therapy, but like. I'm just not doing well in the classes and like they want you to have a 4.0 like I definitely don't have that so what am I gonna do and I was like yeah I just don't know what I'm gonna do and she just looked at me and she's like I think you know what you want to do you're just scared and I was like you're right because I knew she knew I was interested in going into counseling because she also had a counseling degree and she was like why what's holding you back and I was like retook all these classes Mm. now they're useless I'm like in debt my GPA is low because of all these classes like what did I do this whole four years and she was like I'm still in debt and I have kids in a house and like I'm happy like I just have a couple extra bills like I'd rather do that than um have gone to law school because she almost finished law school and realized she hated it yeah so she was the perfect person to talk to because she was like it's not worth it if it's not something you love so mm-hmm. that was some great advice and as yeah. soon as I left that office I was like all right I'm going into counseling now and I didn't change my major but I completely stopped applying to grad school there and all that yeah, yeah. like let's ride let's become a bronco <laughs> yeah <laughs> for a second I was like let's ride what I think that's the new saying no you're right okay. and I just <laughs> not aware. I'm the only uh, undergrad Western alum in this room, and it feels very threatening. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was very sincere. <laughs> that was really good advice, though. Yeah. Um, I would say mine also came later in life, and it was after college, but I feel like it applies to this. Like I said, I didn't really have good advice going to college. <laughs> um, someone just sat me down. Anyways... <laughs> But, um, so I was also kind of in debate of what I wanted to do, and, like, I didn't know, and I felt all this pressure of, like, I don't want to make this decision and be locked in for the rest of my life, and it was so scary, and my, uh, sweet, uh, supervisor for Advise Michigan told me, like, what you do now, like, that's doesn't have to be your forever, like, you just do it if you like it, and just keep on going, and... That, I don't know, it's, like, such simple advice, and honestly, it's probably just, like, a statement, but it just really helped me not feel that, like, the decision I was making now was gonna affect the rest of my life forever. Mm -hmm. That's what I was most afraid of, and so I think putting that back to, like, freshman self to, like, 
what you decide even for classes or anything that's just like that decision then it's you you have no idea where you're gonna end up Mm -hmm. and i think that can be true like looking back at my whole college career i never would have guessed this is where i would be Mm -hmm. (laughs) freshman year of college so yeah like that's just do what fits for you now if you like doing it and it will (laughs) change along the way and decide your life as you go awesome thank you both so much for coming and uh everyone listening it's always a pleasure to chat with you here on college talk 